Levels, levels. Levels, levels. So this is the third time you've recorded in Studio B. And I'm looking at the third different setup for this studio. <laughs> yes, it's a work in progress. Yeah, I mean, right now, so I've got my, I got my, I got my iMac on the corner of my desk, not in the middle of it, like it was. The microphone arm is has always, always, always been on the right hand side, but now due to you know reasons, this is the first time I've ever recorded with it on the left side. I'm just my face is going to hit it multiple times. Um, I've got, I got other tech that I'm supposed to be, you know, moving or whatever, like the whole thing, it's a different angle. I'm still working through where I need to be. I mean, you're left-handed too. I mean, does that throw off where your mouse and I, I, seriously, this whole show could be a disaster. Like anybody can yeah. tell. You know what? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when did that go there? <laughs> You've got to see the first time you didn't have a couch behind you. Yes. Where did that come from? Oh, the couch has always been there. You just didn't see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So does Preston like this setup better than he liked the first one? Well, not really. Well, um, he's not, he's not in here tonight and the door is closed. So at some point I'm, I'm going to be guessing that he's going to figure out I'm recording and he's not sitting on my lap and he's going to come up to the door and he's going to start scratching. And if that doesn't work, he's going to start barking because he wants to sit on my lap. So, so he's probably going to interrupt this because he's not in here right now. Yeah. Cause the first time, the thing that the part of the story that we didn't tell when we talked about the attempted early recording, the attempted extra recording session, Yes. You were delayed in yes. trying to get to recording because you walked into your studio and Preston had expressed his lack of fondness, perhaps, <laughs> with you and mom switching rooms. Yes, he, he left he left a piece of left of editorial content. <laughs> so we're calling it Studio B. Should we maybe be calling it Studio P? Hey, hey, he's already done the other one. Don't give him any ideas. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Apparently poop. Poop is also an option. Preston, yes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm, watching, I'm watching your desk rise up. All rise. <clears throat> yeah, you know what? Last week, the, the the last out of time ones I recorded, I was standing up and then went, I'm sitting down. Uh, you know what? Much more energy, much more energy standing up. So, um, although apparently I forgot the where the sticky note is of how high it is supposed to be in stand mode for a podcast. This might be too high. You know what? You just do your thing and I, I'll keep figuring you'll this figure, out. You'll figure it out. Okay. So does that mean we should go straight to follow up? Yeah, yes, because apparently my desk won't move anymore. I think I may have broken it. Yes, how about follow-up? <laughs> how about... So, last week, you were talking about the errors, and you said, huh, that's weird. And Amy just started dying laughing. <laughs> huh, that's weird. <laughs> I'm, sure we all, we all, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, the other piece of feedback from toddler number one, she likes sports content. She's not as big a fan of the running content. Running is not a sport. It's an activity. It could be a mm. race. Yes. That would be Sherry content. Yes. Yes. Less running content. Unless, unless it's an actual sport. Or if something goes horribly, horribly wrong, and it's a also, funny story. <laughs> also acceptable. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super. How about Lisa? She was listening back and said, 
Dwayne's family owned a van? And I'm like, you know, I got to be honest. I, I don't remember. I don't remember the van. And you said it had like a couch. You had like a couch in the back that kind of folded down or whatever. And you guys took it around. Yeah. And, and Lisa said, you guys, uh, you guys really missed an opportunity because especially if it had a couch that turned into a bed in the back, you guys could have rented that out as a robo taxi. <laughs> you don't remember Chris Searles calling it the van of love, <laughs> which was so Something far must from have the happened truth. Because, because it was I... so far from the truth. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why that was funny. Yeah, yeah. I, there is a whole segment of that that is just just poof gone. <laughs> uh, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative eighteen. Uh, Miss show title last week. That's a dongle. <laughs> From well, yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say I, I believe didn't we. Uh... We we did get from Danny. I was assuming that he was talking about it as a show title. He was just he was just happy that we passed on it uh, and didn't go any further when uh, we said, uh, "Don't get too close. We can't control it." So, uh, <laughs> and as we've established, we know where the line is. Yes, we're willing to cross it. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, one vote for crossing the line, please. <laughs> And, and from Doug from the Educated Idiots, Todd, welcome to the Nate Bargatze experience. Watched him live in Des Moines a few years ago, not knowing who he was beforehand. He's now one of my favorites. Great skits on SNL. Watched him for the first time in a long time. Now, Hensing, of course, thinks Bargatze is fine because... It's Dan. Nobody's funnier than I am. Hensing. Todd struggling as a producer falls into the fool me twice category. At this point, it could be more than that. And he's it's, looking and, and he's looking to spam our inbox with the worst stuff. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, you hey, know, Kevin, you're going to have to check the email for the next week or two, bud. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because uh, I said... You put these challenges out there and then all the feedback comes to me yeah. and I'm the one left explaining it to Amy as to why this stuff's hitting my phone. Thanks. We got a system. What can I say? It's, it's not necessarily a good system. Never, never claimed it to be. It's just a system. And uh, last but not least, my cousin David, who I played golf with a couple of weeks ago, uh, the cold open to this week's pod had me in tears, which was the the Bored Ape Yacht Club. Real quick, do I sound any different now? You sound a little hollow. Yeah, hold. I think we have a problem. I my sound was routing through the iMac, not my Mac. Let's we... just stop, stop and I'll just edit. Yeah. And then suddenly I'll sound better. Wouldn't be the first time I've done that. <laughs> okay. Stopping. Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Oh, see, there you go. So much better. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, hey, we're, we're 10 minutes in. We got the right microphone. I got my desk set to the right level. <laughs> You know, most people, most people would have fixed all that crap before hitting record. We hit record and then I go, hmm, let's hey. see what we can do. You, you know, several episodes ago, you said, you know, we say levels, levels. We should actually check the levels, levels. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Where were we? Oh, feedback from Batchelder. Yes. The, the board eight. The Board Ape Yacht Club cold open had the cold open to this week's pod had me in tears. <laughs> he also finds Nate Bargatsky hilarious. So good job out of you. There you go. Apparently, we've discovered something. This is sort of like at this point, if I said in like three weeks, I'm like, oh, we're watching this new show and it's really cool. And I think it's going to be very popular. I, I can't believe nobody. It's called Game of Thrones. 
I don't know if anybody's heard about this thing, but it's amazing. <laughs> That's kind of what this feels like. Have you heard of Ted Lasso? The Wire. Fantastic <laughs> show. You should pick that up. There's this there's this up and coming comedian. I think it's Gerald, Gerald Seinfeld, Jerry. I don't know, something. I hear he might have a TV show at some point. He's he's doing some interesting stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that was feedback. Where are we? Uh, oh, do we have any corrections? Um, actually, we do. The both of us last week. Yeah. Now, I am as has been fairly well established, known for bringing two or three headlines to idiots and making you choose. Yes. Yes. Because I'm not allowed to bring more than one idiot. Right. So, well, I, the way I look at it is you bring idiot candidates. I do. You, you bring, you bring three to seven candidates and then I choose. (laughs) I choose the one who shall be crowned idiot of the week. Much like their last Republican. Oh, no, wait, hold on. (laughs) But last week you brought two idiots. I did. I just want to call that out there. Yes. For, for the record, it was like one and a half because the first idiot was also part of the second idiot stuff. Yes. But. I'm probably not going to get away on that technicality. No, I'm, I'm guessing not. I'm sure somebody, when they eventually catch up to listening, will call you out on that. So I'm. Did, now let me ask. Let me ask you this: Did you catch that, or was that feedback? Did was that from somebody else? Was no, was no, there... no. That was me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's good because because I had was... to listen to it four times when you did it, when I edited, when I re-edited, and then when I listened with Amy. Okay, I just uh, I because if somebody had complained about that, we apologize for last week and this week's not looking any better. So <laughs> And maybe, now that you've got your desk at the right height, you stand corrected. Hey, look at that. Look at that. Now I can write the desk off because it was part of a joke. Ish. How about some follow-up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you have here? Danny sent us an email. Yes. Because early registration for RAGBRAI opened up this week. Yeah, yeah. I got the email and then Danny let us know. And I, I also got the email. What I find interesting is they're like, hey, you can sign up starting right now. Here you go. And you're thinking, okay, just curious, where if I sign up for a week-long trip, where in Iowa is it going? To be disclosed in February, but right. sign up now. <laughs> yep. Well, whether, whether we go or don't go, I can definitely confirm that it's going to cost me less money this year because I am not buying the ugly-ass jersey. That is the commemorative jersey for this year. I I looked at that and thought, here's what I thought. And I was kind of going back and forth, but it was sort of like, did somebody do a huge run of fabric for a bunch of Scottish kilts, but they were colorblind and got all of the colors wrong. And so the kilt maker said, I'm not buying this. And Ragbri said, we'll take it off your hands. <laughs> it, it, it's not stellar. But this is Ragbri L.I. Yeah. I thought that somebody punked them and this isn't really the jersey. That jersey is a lie. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the logo. That's the color scheme. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Good news. I don't have to buy a jersey this year. <clears throat> yeah. It's entirely possible that 10 years from now there's going to be a lot of those available at the five dollar pl- at the five dollar place. <laughs> Maybe there may be a lot of them available this year. 
Yeah. Let's see. Also under follow-up. Yes. We talked about how Jimbo Fisher couldn't be fired at Texas A&M because it was going to cost the Aggies $76 million. Yes. And I believe I referred to it as that's what we call job security. Yeah. I believe that's what you said. So they fired him. <laughs> we, we may, we, we may have caused that, that, that might be on, I mean, certainly his coaching, but we may have had part to do didn't, that. Didn't help. Yeah. yeah. So we were wrong in the firing and we were also wrong on the number. It was $77.6 million. We were off by an entire million, which is normally a buyout number. No, no, no. <laughs> That's a rounding error for Jimbo. Yeah. And what, what what's even more stunning, I mean, he he's catching up to Jose Marino in one fell swoop, right? Like he's just, by the way, because I've watched a stand-up comedian, any, uh, any of the, uh, Nate Bergazzi, uh, people out there, you'll know that's a reference. Jose had like $80 million to leave like five clubs and Jimbo's like, I bet you I can get close to that on one. (laughs) This is how we do it. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the buyouts. Also. As people were pointing out, that is just his buyout. They're yes. going to have to probably buy out almost all of his staff when the new guy comes in and then wants to bring in all of his people. So I've heard people saying, by the time you buy him out, all the other staff, and then pay for like the signing bonuses to get coaches that this person wants out of their buyouts at their other universities... People are thinking this is going to cost Texas A&M about $125 million just to switch a head coach. For a program that hasn't won a national championship since 1939. Yeah, yeah. You know, good work if you can get it. I guess. Good not work if you can get it. Yeah. You know, by the way, he he signed his deal like five or six years ago. And I'm thinking, how could he possibly have $77.6 million left on that deal? Oh, <laughs> it's because they gave him a new 10-year contract in 2021. So this isn't like a six-year-old deal that they were like, oh, this isn't just working out. Two seasons, two, two seasons ago, two, one and a half, they extended him. Not that anybody was coming. It wasn't like he was setting the world on fire. Nobody was coming to get him. They no. weren't in a bidding war with anybody but themselves. <laughs> and they gave him this huge deal. And now they're like, yeah, guess huh. not. He had eight years remaining on his contract. <laughs> Gee, many Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. You know, we should see we should see if Jimbo Fisher wants to use any of that money to sponsor a podcast. Let's not let's let's ask him before we release this one. Just hey. So Amy's been watching the Kelsey Brothers New Heights podcast. Okay. Have you watched this at no. all? No. Okay. She says one of the reasons she really enjoys it is because it's basically just us. It's better funded. With, Those guys are way more famous with, than we are. With two professional, with with NFL players. Right. Yeah. And 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 they have a real intern. I mean, that kind of takes away some of the magic, if I'm honest, but okay. But it's basically Kevin, us. Kevin, buddy, no, you're real. No, don't listen to it. Don't <laughs> listen to the mean Dwayne. No, no, buddy. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> no, don't do that on the carpet. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they do. They do feedback. They do follow up. They talk about, uh, I don't know. They talk about sports. She's like, it's you guys. It's you guys' podcast. They just, they rip on each other. They put each other in a box that they can't get out of. <laughs> it, it's, you know, anyway, uh. if you have not watched and you should watch it on YouTube, you shouldn't just listen. It is better 
with video. Amy also keeps saying that we're better with video. <laughs> we should be on video. But anyway, we are not. How about Todd's Tech Corner as sponsored by the Taylor Center for Technology Policy? Um, yeah, real quick, this this news just broke today as we're recording that uh, you may see some headlines that says Apple, if everybody knows, if you're on an iPhone and you text somebody with another iPhone, you get the blue bubble. And if you text somebody on Android, you get the green bubble. And if you're in a group, if you're in a group chat and even one person is on Android, the entire group chat gets the green bubble, right? Right. So there's all sorts of headlines flying around. It's the end of the green bubble. Apple has in, has has said that they are going to embrace a new standard next year, and this is going to end the green bubble. And this is great. Apple's caving, whatever. It's going to be purple. Well, Google has Google has been pushing a new a replacement for SMS and MMS called RCS, and this has been adopted by phone carriers and and Google and all sorts of stuff. And they've been, Google has been hounding Apple that they need to adopt it and they need to get rid of the, the green bubble syndrome. And there are some technical problems. I mean, if, if, if they actually, if, if you're on an iPhone and you send a message to somebody who's on Android, they get a compressed photo or video. They don't get high resolution photos and videos. Yeah. Like there are actual problems. Yeah. So Apple this afternoon announced that some point later next year, they're going to embrace the RCS protocol when you're not using iMessage. So you can, if you are on an iPhone and you text a message, somebody who's on an Android, you will, it will be a better experience, which is, which is great. However, all of the headlines say this is the end of the green bubble. I can almost guarantee you that just because it's a better experience, Apple is still going to, if you're talking to somebody who's not on iMessage, you're still going to get the green bubble. Like, like they're not getting rid of the green bubble. Okay. One, they still need to let you know, not ours. Right. So, so just because they, they put in this new protocol, that doesn't, that's, that's a branding thing. But second, and there's a very, very, very good reason for this, which is RCS, the RCS standard doesn't support end-to-end -end encryption. Oh. iMessage does to the point that Apple can't, it's end-to-end. -end. Apple can't even read your messages. So that's what end-to-end -end means. It's, it's the sender and the receiver, nobody in the middle. RCS doesn't support that at all. Google has a plugin that they have developed that supports end-to-end -end encryption, but nobody's really sure that it actually, like... Is it end-to-end-to-end? -to -end -to -end? <sighs> yeah, yeah, right? And so Apple came out and said that they will not support any plugins to the RCS protocol, but they will work with the RCS team. So they're going to support it, partially to get the EU off their back. This is like a USB-C thing. It okay. will be good for everybody, but you're still going to get your green bubble. and. There is one small other downside to all that Apple adopting this. And I'm just one of the countries that has adopted this is India. And because of the way the RCS protocol works, they've had a huge problem this year that the RCS protocol has been used by spammers. They have, they have almost made some, in some cases they've made people's phones almost unusable because of the way it works of sa of spamming RCS phones. <laughs> so when Apple adopts this, it's entirely possible that that will open your phone up to even more text spam than you already get. Because while it's easy to use, it is also easy to use to spam. So anyway, I just wanted everybody to say, hey, Todd, you see the thing about the blue? Yeah, look, there's some good stuff. There's some bad stuff and, and Larry's still going to have a green bubble in our group chat. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Cause he refuses to go to an iPhone. Don't know why I, dad, I can't help you. What's wrong with my I, dad. I'm sorry. I don't know how Android phones work. I can't troubleshoot them. I'm <laughs> zero help. 
I've never owned one. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, Dad. Oh. I don't know. I've got this text message from a guy in India who says for thirty nine ninety five a month, he can give me support. <laughs> that's, that's, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. (sighs) Okay, hit me. Okay. This year is the first year that NFL Sunday Ticket is not on DirecTV. Instead, the rights for NFL Sunday Ticket were bought by, do you know? YouTube. Yes. YouTube TV. Yes. Um, Over the course of... Over the course of the seven years of the contract, so this contract's for seven years, it's going to be about YouTube slash Alphabet slash Google is going to pay the NFL around $14 billion for around $14 billion for a seven-year deal. Okay, that's how much they're paying. A Morgan Stanley analyst went through and took a look at how much money they think Google is making off of these now and what the market actually is, and then projected out over the course of the next seven years. And again, these are all projections, but this is all sort of based on historic subscriber lists. And, you know, YouTube TV could figure some other stuff out, but, you know, whatever. So, Dwayne... A Morgan Stanley analyst has figured out how much money that YouTube will probably lose on their $14 billion contract over the life of that. What is that number? Because hmm. I was I was thinking that this was a Chicago parking meter kind of scenario. <laughs> well, it kind of is. But the other way, I mean, they're other way. Chicago sold it, and now they're taking the loss. The NFL sold it, and Google is probably. I will tell you that yes, Google slash YouTube TV is projected to lose. Now, by the way, everybody when this was talked about, Apple could, Apple might bid on it. Other Amazon, everybody assumed that whoever got it would lose money. Okay, that was this isn't yeah, anything that YouTube is doing. It's a loss leader. Yeah. It's a loss leader to Direct TV technically lost money on this, but they made it up on, you know, you have to put in the dish and then that keeps you from changing and sign it to your deal or whatever. So it's this isn't unique to them. It's just they paid 14 potentially 14 billion dollars. They're going to lose some money on it and now that we're sort of in the first year, they're kind of fig- outside people think they know what it's going to be. So what do you what do you think you would lose on that? I don't know. Given all of this discussion, I don't know. The NFL is still really popular. I mean, yes. even the stupid Bears Panthers game drew almost ten million viewers on Thursday night last week. Yes, more than the highest rated college game. The and worst that one didn't even and that one didn't even have Taylor Swift. I know, right? See. I don't know. Are they going to lose five billion? <clears throat> you do not get a bell. I will tell you that is wrong, and it's not within a standard margin of error. Would you like to go higher or lower? Oof. Okay, let's go higher, Bob. Okay, I'm going to get you. Get a bell. For saying higher, the Morgan Stanley analysis believes that YouTube slash Google will lose $8.86 billion between now and 2029, with that averaging out to losing $1.27 billion a year for the rights to show NFL games. (laughs) 
if you would have said nine, I would have given it to you because that's what it actually it says. Nearly nine billion dollars on a fourteen billion dollar contract. Right? Think fourteen is what they paid. Whatever's the opposite of a profit margin, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you know, when when DirecTV first rolled out this service. And Ward Lenz helped me install my first DirecTV dish on the side of the 43rd Street house so that we could watch the Bears games because they weren't very good and they weren't broadcast in our area because there were only there were only two channels that had it. And then Monday Night Football. Right. right. There wasn't Sunday Night Football. There wasn't Thursday Night Football. There wasn't Sunday morning football in Europe. Games were on at noon and at 3.15. And if you weren't playing the Vikings or the Chiefs or the Packers, you weren't watching the Bears. Yes. So we got the dish and we paid so that we could watch the games. Now, like half of the season... The Bears are playing in primetime, or even when they aren't, so many other teams are playing in primetime. The options for local viewing, they're always on. Or if they're not, okay, fine. For the two times a year that I want to see them where they're not on, I can go to a bar. Cheaper than I can pay the $350 that YouTube wants for me to switch a, I got to switch from Hulu, and everybody that's streaming is committed to whoever they are, and it's too big of a pain in the butt to change because I ain't doing that because I got all my settings all set up and everything. I'm not changing to YouTube TV just for this for something that most of the time I can watch somewhere else. Anyway, this absolutely does not surprise me. <clears throat> the funny thing is because I follow Apple. There was rumors a year ago. Oh, Apple's in the driver's seat. Apple's got this. They got this down on lock. Like this is going to be. And all the Apple people went, this doesn't sound quite right. I wonder where that's coming from. And my assumption was that's coming from the NFL to pressure Apple to drive up the price, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then when they said that Apple backed out, it was, oh, well, you know what Apple wanted? They wanted worldwide streaming rights. This doesn't include worldwide streaming rights. This is just in the United States. The NFL has different has a different package for Europe. It has a different package for the international. They also wanted to stream every game, not just the ones out of market. And everybody right. was like, "Oh, Apple is so crazy." These little these Silicon Valley people don't understand how how the NFL works. Seeing a nine billion dollar loss, my thought was Apple went. Oh, I completely understand how the NFL works. Yeah. You make the money and we take the loss. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we we can sell $1500 monitors easier. As a sucker born every minute to get one of those things. So I've heard. Yeah. I should probably turn that on at some point. It's just sitting here staring at me. Okay. Anyway, mocking you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh. so so congratulations to you and I don't even know what to say to Google. Other than that's 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 why there's so many ads on YouTube. They're like, oh, "We're losing how much? Double the ads. Double the ads on YouTube. <laughs> Triple. More. More and that's why I've getting so many damn ads." Ah, there you go. Uh, how about how about uh, the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week? Do we have some more football stuff in here? I don't have football. Do you have football stuff? Uh, you know what? I actually do. Okay. Uh, I I have a I have a video nomination. Oh. And we are going to talk about the NFL again. Here. Did you see last week's Sunday game? In Germany for the NFL? The the early, it was the early game, right? Yes. It was, uh, I believe, nobody watched it because I believe it was, was it the Colts versus the Patriots? It was. Yeah. It was the Colts versus the Patriots. Yes. Did, did you see how they promoted 
Patriots versus Colts in Frankfurt. Okay, is that this is is this like a reproduction of an ad or a banner in Frankfurt? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, so we got Patriots versus Colts in Frankfurt. Okay, yes. cool. And it says Frankfurt Games 2023. It says 2023 right on there. There's the shield. Yes. Okay, so we've got a player in a Patriots uniform screaming at a player in a Colts uniform. Now, okay, so I think I, I think I see your confusion. Yes. According to this banner, apparently Tom Brady was going to be playing Peyton Manning. <laughs> In Frankfurt in, in 2023. Yes. Where are your European truth and marketing people when you need them? I'm going to say this. I'm going to, I'm going to defend somebody. Okay. This is bad. I mean, this is, is good bad. because, because the Patriots didn't defend anybody on Sunday. <laughs> Point. Dwayne, you're in marketing and you're like, Hey, drop a poster for this. Okay. I'm going to put uh, you, you follow the NFL, unlike probably the, the graphic artist in Frankfurt who probably just, this just showed up on the desk. Dwayne, without looking, can you tell me who the starting quarterback is for the Indianapolis Colts this year? Um, I rest my case. See, <laughs> you have no- Sam Arnold, Sam, Sam, no, Sam Arnold. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Isn't, isn't that from the wonder years? Tom Arnold? No, 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 that's not it either. No, I have no clue. <laughs> okay. Do you have a clue as to who the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots is? It, I think it was. Su- it's supposed to be Mac Jones. Okay. Now, but let I me ask you this. He's either hurt or benched. Yes. If I put up, if I gave you like a, a six person mugshot lineup of a bunch of guys in their mid twenties. Would you be able to pick out Mac Jones from, from a lineup card? No. Do you, do you even know, does Mac Jones bear even a resemblance to Tom Brady? <laughs> he does not. Are you sure? Cause so this is my thought. I'm, I'm just gonna go back to this, right? Hey, Hey, um, we need a po- we need a poster for. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna widen this up. Okay, let's forget quarterbacks. Can you name a single player on the Patriots besides Mac Jones? Ooh boy, ooh boy, no. Can you name a single player other than the owner, who's not a player, for the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, I think Frank Reich is the head coach. He is not. Oh. He used he's to be. The head, he's the head coach for the Panthers. <laughs> oh, didn't he used to be? He did. He got fired. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know why? Because they kept going through poster. quarterbacks. It was just to be just as close if they put him on the poster. He is an ex-quarterback. That's very true. I, you know what? They could have put Jim Harbaugh on here. Oh, yes, they could have. They didn't. And Jim's got nothing else to do this week. No, I mean he could have sat there and posed for it. You know what? If he, or you know what? Jeff George. Sure. What, million dollar arm, 10 cent head. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is, yes, this is bad. On the other hand, the fact that you follow the NFL, the fact that I follow the NFL, and we can't name any of the players on these teams, maybe this is the result of the fact that we are sending two of the crappiest, most nondescript teams overseas and saying, do you want football? This is close. We are going to play an American game. Good luck with that. They don't know any of the other players. They could send the best two teams. And for the most part, they're not going to. There's people in the stadium wearing jerseys of all the teams. They're not wearing. Never mind. Anywho. You know what? To be honest, I think if I would have been the if I would have been the Patriots and the Colts, I don't even care who my quarterbacks were. I would have put them in. I would have put them in a Brady <laughs> And a Manning jersey and just sent them just, out. It's they're fine. Wearing, they're they wearing helmets anyway. Nobody's yeah, 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 it right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw Peyton Manning play. Sure, I did. And if you if you watched his last season, you don't have to be that good to be as good as what he was in the last season. 
which ended in a Super Bowl. Uh, just you, you just get you get to be the wily vet, Ben. Right? Sure. Sure. And and also have Von Miller. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Defense wins championships. Yes. Even it for do. Peyton Manning. <laughs> How about you? What'd you bring? This weekend is the Formula One race in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, we've been we've been talking about this. Yes. And I have I have two idiots uh, around this, and yes, and I was only going to go with one, but we're going to be on, we're not going to record an episode for three more weeks. So I have to, I have to use them both. Yes, there's going to be two. One theme, one, one theme, two idiots. Okay. Idiot, the, the first portion of this, it's not the first idiot, it's the first portion have you have you heard about there by the way okay formula <laughs> one decided to race in las vegas what's what kind of weather is las vegas known for it's hot hot right 120 hot and f1 is used to that they i mean they run in saudi arabia they run in qatar they run in yeah yeah they're yeah. used to that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but they decided ooh we need to put this in november because it might be too hot to run and but okay. well and that's actually that's probably true because because i mean the, the really hot races they put at the beginning and the end you you don't want to race in the summer in the in the really hot places because the cars will have problems and because it's the strip and the, all the neon and everything they decided to run it november in november at night because the race starts at 10 p.m local time Everybody thought this will be beautiful. What nobody thought about was the desert gets cold at night. Yes, it does. There is a possibility that the first Las Vegas, well, of the new the new version, they raced in the Caesars parking in lot. The parking in lot. 80, yeah. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for this one, it is entirely possible that the Las Vegas F one race may become the coldest F1 race ever run. Who would have thought that? That's insane. Yeah. Now, the thought, oh, by the way, the record low, This is and this is the record low, was f- during a race, it hit 41 degrees Fahrenheit in the 1978 Canadian Grand Prix, which was held in, Mo- in Montreal in early October. It could get down to 40 degrees during the race. So there is a legitimate chance here. Now, why does this matter? Hey, Dwayne, as much as you've watched Formula One up to this point, what is the most important performance aspect of the cars that the cars, what's like the hardest thing to get dialed in? The tires. And what about the tires? Whether I mean, beyond hard, that, you need four of them. Whether they're hard or soft or wet. Or, you know, get them warmed up. They have to be up to temperature to work. And yeah. so they are, there was some concerns now that the tires may not work well, which on circuits with large runoff area is not a problem. <laughs> this is a street circuit. <laughs> All of the runoff area are concrete barriers. <laughs> this could be a demolition derby. Now, I told this to Lisa beforehand, and I said, uh, these idiots. And she said, oh, I can fix that. This isn't a problem. Before the cars go out on the track, they put tire blankets that get plugged into electricity to heat the tires up right. to 158 Max. degrees Celsius or something. I don't know, whatever. They, they heat the tires up. Lisa said... Just leave the tire blankets on when you go out. It'll be fine. We'll keep the temperatures, we'll keep the tires way up to speed, up to heat. It's fine. <laughs> Just if you're cold, wear your blanket. <laughs> check me here. It's currently eight eighteen p.m. Central Time. Yes. Seven eighteen p.m. Mountain. Yes. In Vegas right now. Uh no, Vegas is Pacific. So six fifteen. Yes. Is it dark? 
Yes. And yet they're going to wait until midnight. Practice they wanted to one. run at night so yes. that the lights all and the neon and blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's November. It's yes. already dark. Yes. Okay. Time zones suck. Yeah. And actually, okay. So the answer to all of your questions, Dwayne? Yes. It's money or Nazis. And with Formula One, 95% of the time it's money. Max Mosley, and and here's the thing. If you Separate. knew your formula, if you knew your Formula One history, that joke is funny as hell. <laughs> quick aside, quick aside. Max Mosley was the head of the FIA for years and years when when Bernie was running Formula One and the two of them kind of ran everything together. Max Mosley's father was the head of the British Socialist Party <laughs> during oh. World War, I believe during World War II. Nazi sympathizer, eh, whatever. He kind of stayed away from that. He ended up getting ousted from his cushy F1 as, as head of F1 when one of the tabloids over there published pictures that he went to a Halloween, a co- sorry, it was a costume party, a costume party in London dressed as an SS officer when his father was the head of the British socialist people in Britain. They don't forget. No, there is, we've covered there's still this. bomb yes. damage. There yes. is still bomb damage. So when the head of the F, the head of the FIA shows up at a costume party wearing anything he wants to and wears an, as an SS officer, some people had some problems. Which is why 95% of the stuff with F1 is money and the other 5% is Max Mosley. Anyway. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. yes. That, anyway. You know, most of the time when you explain a joke, it doesn't make it funnier. That time is the opposite. There you go. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That you was were, good, Todd. Yeah. You get credit for that. Yes, you do. Yes. You know what? In fact, <laughs> good Thank work you. out of you. The time zones are working. It's not just that it needs to be at night. They want the race to be on when people in Europe are going to be awake to watch it, which is why it's the race is starting at 10 p.m. Pacific on Saturday night, because what they really want is people in Europe to be awake during the day seeing the night race. On Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. So. That was the first one really quick. The, the second one. All right. You've heard about how expensive the, uh, the F1 race is going to be. And some of the prices are coming down. Hotel rooms are coming down. However, one of the racing, uh, a racing driver, Richard Bradley has detailed. He, he won Le Mans in 2015, but you know, just to get in to watch the race is like a thousand dollars if you buy a three day pass or fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, it's insane. But he was pointing out his comment was just to put in perspective how mental some of the costs were. He said, I I think it was at Caesars, one of their hospitality packages for five people at the Grand Prix having the suite, the full works, and everything was $350,000 for the weekend. Sort of top of the line package to watch the race, three practice sessions and quality. Then he goes on. Now to put that in perspective, if you took that amount of money and you contact the Ferrari factory team as an amateur driver and said, I want to race one of your official Ferrari factory GT cars for three races, it would be 35,000 pounds cheaper to race an actual factory Ferrari in actual races three times, and you'd still have money to spare than to stay at Caesars in that package and watch watch the race. Just to be clear, who are the idiots? I don't know. Is it Caesars for offering that much or people for paying that much? Oh, I'm a big race fan. Oh, would you like to race a car? Oh, not that kind of. I... I you know what? I like to I like to sit here and sip my old fashioned while watching the race go by. <laughs> go Chuck. 
anyway, there you go. Formula One. It's fantastic. Do we want to talk about what we're watching? Uh, re- I, real quick, we're just cleaning up stuff. I went and watched another another Nate stand-up comedy on Netflix. Uh, we're watching Wrexham. Last episode drops tonight, as I think we record, or yesterday. And then we used to watch the Goldbergs, and then it ended last season, and we never watched the final season because it, other, it didn't. Other things, and it didn't. The quality really went downhill. Oh, and so we're going back and watching it, not because it's like, oh, it's really good, but more out of a. Well, I guess we got this far through it. We should probably see how they wrap it up. So it's it's more out of obligation than anything, but. Anyway, that's what we're watching. How about it's you? It's not a school assignment. You're not getting graded on this. I stopped reading books that I wasn't interested in. I'll read a couple of chapters. You know what? No, this really doesn't interest me. And I don't finish it. It's not bad television. It's It used to be good. It used to be really good. And now it's fine. So Still it's better either- than 90% of the stuff out there. It's either that or watch another train video from the UK. Ooh, is there another train oh, video? Oh, hey. Wait, oh, I know. Yeah. It's it's what we watch when the train when there aren't any more train videos to watch. You got you got to do something in this space. Anyway, what are you watching? We actually watched uh the season finale of Wrexham dropped on the 14th. So we watched it just before we recorded tonight. Okay. Uh, and I am still watching The Office and it is still good. So that's another one of those. Hey, do you hear the good news about this hilarious show that nobody's talking about? Yes. It's The Office. The yes. Office. You should try that. You should check that out. I, I hear it's really good. Yeah. 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 Huh. Huh. A Steve Carell guy. I think he's. I think he could go places. I really do. I wonder what's going to happen with Pam and Jim. Didn't see that coming. No. Huh. Really. Weird. It's oh. weird. Uh, so this week, as I'm changing offices, the thing that I learned this week, as I'm changing offices, I learned that there are about a thousand different desks on Amazon. Yes. <laughs> you know how you did nine months of research on which monitor you were going to get? Yes. It felt like I did that much research on which desk and I measured and I measured and I measured this way and I measured that way and I measured the current desk and I measured the other current desk. Do I want to get rid of both of them? Do I want to just get one? Do I want to get and then do I go long with it or do I do a U shape so that I've got the work stuff here because I'm now 100% remote. Studio one is 100% office in addition to being studio one. So I've, I've got lots of stuff going on and it's a, you've seen my office. It's kind of a disaster. I cleaned this week in preparation for the new desk to arrive, but there are so many, I was, I was information overload on what desk and when, and when could I get it? Could I get it? To, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I learned a lot about desks and configurations this week. Next week, I'm going to learn how to build one. <laughs> how about you? This one's entitled Levels Levels. I went for last uh, Sunday, I went for another, sorry, Amy, I went for another long run. This isn't a story about running. It's about me being an idiot. You're going to want to hear this. <laughs> no fast forwardings. Get get your hand off the button. Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. Uh, I, I was, I was having real problems. I've got, I've got some bone conducting, uh, headphones, uh, that I listen, that I run with. And a lot of times I just hook it to my watch and I get out of my, I, I went to a different place to go run on a trail, get out and that my watch isn't connecting and I'm going back and like connect to this. Nope. Can't find it. Okay. Well go in and connect it. It says it's connected. So you say you're connected. That's the easy part, but no one's actually connecting. So I was going and it was, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get going. Cause as slow as I am, sun's going down at some point and I, you know, wolves. So, so I'm, I'm having all sorts of problems and I really need to now manipulate the watch or whatever. And I still have my phone with me that I was going to uh, tuck in a, uh, in a little running pouch I have with my water and stuff. And I'm like, ah, whatever. And so I take my, I take my brand new iPhone 15 pro max. And I set it on the the bed rail of my truck. 
right? Yeah. The edge of the bed. And I and the topper isn't on it right now. So I set it on the flat bed rail of my truck. And then I turn and I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And the next thing I hear is the sound of my iPhone 15 Pro Max bouncing off of the asphalt at my feet as it fell four and a half feet. (laughs) What I learned was the bed rails of my truck, while they look level level, are not level level, (laughs) nor do they angle into the bed. They angle slightly, but prominently out and anything that is set on there that is a little bit slippery maybe made of titanium will slide right off and go all the way down off the pavement what i will tell you is to answer your one question yes it did bounce oh did you get a new screen immediately or did you need to I mean, I've heard that they're, they're better. The new versions are better in terms of drops and less likely to crack. In, in the defense of the titanium phone, I have two little nicks on the bottom corner that I can barely see and a small nick at the top. The screen was not damaged at in all. The least. There is no other damage on the phone except for what I believe to be the corner where it landed and then the other corner when it landed the second time. <laughs> it did bounce. <sighs> We're going to start calling your phone Alan Rickman. Music is Abney Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prince in his white paper on dropped phones, wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' in the number two. There's no G and no space. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can check out our Neighborville drains if you're in the greater Chicagoland area. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy in dj to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley, the busiest DJ in the Cedar Valley. And you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkatotod.com. Todd? Just cleaning up the whole Indianapolis Colts thing, would it surprise you to find out that Will Mallory is the quarterback for your Indianapolis Colts? Yes, it would. That sounds like a Ragbri jersey kind of statement. That's a lie. Yes, it is. Because he's the rookie tight end. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) dang it. You know what? Okay, yes. You caught me. It's actually Isaiah McKenzie. No, that's not right either. (laughs) No, you're right. Because that's a wide wide receiver. I've watched John Oliver. I know how this works. I know how this game works. That's right. Okay, so who is it really? Well, it was Sam Ellinger until he broke something. And so now it's Gardner Minshew. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess I, now that you say that, I did know that. Only because I had to go look for a quarterback because Fields was injured with a dislocated thumb for the last four weeks. I've been quarterback shopping for quite a while. I, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. On, again, though, I think this proves the point. Why did you put Peyton Manning? Because if you would have put Gardner Minshew on a poster, everybody would have said, Sunday? Oh, Sunday. Oh, no, I'm busy. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. There's, I don't whoa, No, That's, that's fine. So shoot. I'm not looking through this roster. I could, I, I swore I could have. Anyway, mm. Bob Sanders well played. No, well played. I'm coming okay. for you again though. <laughs> well, we'll have something to clean up in a month when we're back. We'll be there. We're talking to Todd.
I thought I was going to pull it off. I thought I, I, I was looking through all the names. Like, which one sounds like a quarterback? <laughs> you said it with confidence, too. It could have been a Todd's tour. <laughs> and this, this is where he played soccer. 